of God. God is looking for someone who will talk to him. Hallelujah. God is looking for someone who will talk to him. Hallelujah. God came to Abraham. And Abraham talked with God when God talked with him. Hallelujah. God is looking for people who would pray. God is looking for people who would pray. Hallelujah. God is looking for people who would pray. God says, I'm willing to do great and mighty things in your life, but are you willing to talk to me? Are you willing to talk to me? Are you willing to talk to me? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God wants to do great and mighty things in our lives. Oh, God says, are you willing to talk with me? I want to talk to you. Are you willing to listen when I talk to you? Hallelujah. God is looking for people who will devote themselves to prayer and to the word of God. Oh, such people will be used mightily by God. Hallelujah. The plan of God will be fulfilled in their lives. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you. I want to know you.
It's been 
faith, hallelujah. Abraham was not weak in faith, hallelujah. When God called Abraham, Abraham said, I'm coming, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Every time God called him, he said, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord, hallelujah. God is looking for those who would say, here I am, Lord, hallelujah. Here I am, Lord. Isaiah said, here I am, Lord, send me, hallelujah. God is looking for people who say, here I am, Lord, hallelujah. There are many people who say, Lord, send me, I will go. But then they take three, four steps. That's what God was showing me when I was leading the worship here with this song. God was showing, there are several of you, when God calls you, you say, Lord, I'm coming. And then three, four steps and say, oh, my leg hurts. Oh, my calf hurts. Oh, my knee hurts. Oh, my ankle hurts. My feet hurts. Lord, I can't come. You go, Lord. I would say, maybe someone can go with you. Hallelujah. No, don't let any man take your crown. God is speaking to you. Hallelujah. Don't let anyone take your crown. Hallelujah. 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 There are a lot of people who run the race. Not everyone who runs will receive the crown, God's word says. So the word of God says, run that you may receive the crown. Hallelujah. 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 Heaven is for those who are not quitters. Hallelujah. Heaven is for those who will persevere. Hallelujah. God's glory on earth is for those who would persevere. Hallelujah. Not for those who say, Lord, that's too far. Oh Lord, I can't walk. Oh Lord, this is not for me. It's very hard for me. Hallelujah. Many people want power. They want glory. They want to accomplish great things for God, but they don't have the character to persevere. God is speaking to you at this hour. Hallelujah. Let your actions match your words. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord says, let your actions match your words. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we will be found as hypocrites before God. Hallelujah. Let your actions match your words. Don't be like the person who said, Oh Lord, I will go when he never went. Hallelujah. 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 Every word that you sing, mean and sing with all your heart. When the Lord hears it, he will take you by your word. Hallelujah. God has given us the free will to choose him. It is a privilege to choose him. If he has chosen us, it's an honor for us. Hallelujah. It is a privilege for us to walk with him. It is a privilege for us to lay aside everything. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I lay aside everything that would keep me from the King of kings. The great I am. Who is the one who is calling you? The King of Kings. Who is the one who is calling you? The King of Kings. Yet we make lots of excuses. We say, Lord, my leg hurts. Lord, I'm very enthusiastic in the beginning. But then, after a few steps, oh Lord, my leg hurts. Lord, I can't walk with you. Lord, you're going too fast. This is what the Holy Spirit is showing me right now. The people are saying, God, you're too fast. I can't catch up with you, Lord. God knows what speed he has to go. If God is going and he wants you to go with him, that means he gives power to the faith. He gives power to the faith. Hallelujah. He gives power to the faith. Hallelujah. He will not ask you to do anything that you cannot do. Through Christ, through Christ strengthens you. Hallelujah. So put away every devilish.
finish excuse as God says hallelujah that is keep you that is keeping you from following Jesus hallelujah that is keeping you from becoming the best that God wants you to be hallelujah hallelujah oh he gives power to the faith he gives power to the
just run into the shelter of the Lord and just sit in his presence. And there he recharges us. Hallelujah. He fills us with his strength. Hallelujah. He fills us with his strength. Hallelujah. When we don't have strength, we need to run into the presence of God. Not just go to sleep. Not just entertain ourselves with something. Not occupy ourselves with something else. Not pick up your telephone and talk to somebody. Go and talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord how you feel. And God will say, oh, I see that your tank is half full now. I'm going to fill you. Oh, I see your tank is near empty. I'm going to fill you right now. Hallelujah. Don't wait till your tank gets empty. God says, hallelujah. Don't wait till your tank gets empty. Go periodically. Go regularly. Go daily to the presence of the Lord. Every day we need new strength. Every day we face new challenges. Every day we have God's work to accomplish. And in order to accomplish His work, every day we need supernatural strength. Hallelujah. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Hallelujah. Oh, they are strong to the pulling down of strongholds. Oh, they are mighty. Oh, they are mighty. Oh, they are strong to
overcome every single time we overcome hallelujah our god has surely given us the victory hallelujah there's no doubt in this 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 hallelujah oh we praise you praise you praise you hallelujah for our god in heaven praise
Spirit of the Lord is here in this hour. God says, whatever hinders you, throw it away. Hallelujah. Whatever hinders you from following Jesus Christ, throw it away. Hallelujah. Whatever is keeping you from going forward, throw it away. It is not worth holding on to. God is speaking to you at this hour. Hallelujah. It's not worth holding on to what is keeping you from your very best. Hallelujah. Don't hold on to simple things. Don't hold on to petty things. Don't hold on to things because, oh, I've been holding on to this for 30 years. I've been holding on to this for 20 years. I've been holding on to this for 15 years. I've been holding on to this for 5 years. Who cares how long it has been? When you find the treasure of all treasures, time to throw away that which is useless. Hallelujah. God says, throw away that which you need to throw away in order to pursue the treasure of all treasures. The Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Whatever sin that comes to you, so easily that tries to get to you, God says, push that away. Lay aside everything. Lay aside everything. Hallelujah. Lay aside everything. Push everything that so easily tries to cling to you because you allow it many times. Hallelujah. Sin has no power over you. Sin has no power over you. Hallelujah. Because Jesus Christ took that power away from Satan. Hallelujah. He took that power away from sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, sin is powerless unless you give it power. When it comes to you, when you say, here, here are my keys to my door. Take it. Sin takes that key and it comes into your house. Hallelujah. You give room to depression, it'll enter in. Gladly enter in and it'll refuse to get out. If you give room to anxiety, it'll gladly enter in and it'll refuse to get out. It'll make that place its own. God is speaking to your hearts today. The choice is yours. Hold on to your keys. Hold on to your territory. Hold on to your crown. Hold on to your Jesus. Buy the truth and don't sell it. Hold on to your Jesus. Hallelujah. Hold on to your Jesus. He wants to take you to places you've never been. He wants to cause you to soar to greater heights you have no clue of. Don't say, oh Lord, my hands hurt, my feet hurt, my knees hurt, my ankles hurt. My body hurts, so I will sit. Let someone else run with you. Hallelujah. What a fool I would be if I would sit back and let someone else run with Jesus while I sit and watch them run with Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you. Oh, take the whole world, but give me Jesus. Oh, take the
this hour? What is keeping you from His Word? What is keeping you from His presence? What is keeping you from fully pursuing Jesus Christ? God says, throw that away. Throw that away. That will keep you from your very best. You'll have empty desires and go to the grave without having none of them fulfilled. Because you just chose not to pursue Jesus with everything that is within you. Hallelujah. That is a key. Not just pursuing Jesus, but you must pursue Jesus with everything that is within you. Hallelujah. Jesus said, if someone wants to build a tower, he must count the cost first. He must look at what building materials he'll need and how much it's going to cost him. How about the laborers? And how many days it's going to take? Will I be able to do it? But the one who's wise, he will know this is worth it no matter how much it costs, no matter how long it takes, no matter how hard the job may be. I know once it's done, I'm going to have the joy that no one else can have. Hallelujah. God is speaking to you at this hour. The five foolish virgins, they tried, but they wanted an easy life. The five wise virgins, they tried with everything that is within them. They said, thank God we have oil. Thank God we have the invitation. Thank God we have the lamps. We need to get extra oil. They traveled wherever they need to travel, no matter what the distance was, to get that extra oil. But the foolish virgin said, oh no, why bother? These are two spiritual people. These are people that are doing things that are not necessary. But the day came when the difference was made known to the foolish and to the wise. The day will come in your life and in my life where God will show us where we stand. Hallelujah. Whether we are in or we are out, there's no middle ground. Don't let anyone fool you. Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, heaven is for real and hell is for real as well, if you don't hear it anywhere, hear it today, hear it right here, God is speaking to your heart, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, hallelujah, heaven is for those who have forsaken all, forsaken all, hallelujah, if you cannot forsake all, you cannot be my disciple, Jesus said. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give your all to Jesus. He gave his all for you. I will not give unto the Lord things that cost me nothing much at all. He gave his very best for me. So I will give my very best for him. There was a song and it is so true. It's taken from God's word where David said, I'm not going to offer to God which does not cost me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want an easy life, easy Christian life where it's not going to cost you. Did you think that this world is your home? heaven is far away. You are so wrong, says the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Before you know, you would have to step into eternity. Whether it's going to be up or down is the question. No one 
has lived a life on earth apart from living heaven on earth will be allowed into heaven hallelujah hallelujah the kingdom of god must be where you are if the king is within you hallelujah your choices they matter because it's a reflection of who is ruling and reigning over your life hallelujah praise you praise you jesus let no one deceive you with vain words says the holy spirit hallelujah praise you jesus he is exalted the king is exalted on high i will praise him he is exalted forever exalted in i
given to us as his children. Your power over the powers of darkness. Hallelujah. We don't have to fear sin. Sin must fear us. We don't have to fear sickness. Sickness must fear us. Hallelujah. We don't have to fear curse. Curse must fear us. Hallelujah. Those who live an overcoming life, their own personal lives are the ones who will be used by God to overcome the powers of darkness in others' lives. Understand this. There's no ministry without personal holiness. There's no ministry without personal love. There's no ministry without personal sacrifice. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, Jesus. Our desires must match our actions. God is calling you for a deeper life. God is calling you for a true living. Hallelujah. In Christ. Hallelujah. God is calling you for a true living in Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Every fog be removed in Jesus' name. Every spiritual fog be removed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you'll touch your people at this hour. I ask for a solid work of the Lord to be done in the lives of the people at this hour in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. Break every chain in the name of Jesus. Oh, every delusion may fall off in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. He came to set the captives free give gifts to men. Hallelujah. When he sets the captives free, then he will give gifts to men. Hallelujah. You want to operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you need to be free. Your hands need to be free from a free chain of sin. Hallelujah. He has come to set the captives free. The Bible says he came. He has come to you to set you free. You should want to be free. And you should go and get yourself entangled again. Thank you, Jesus. Once he sets you free, you should stay free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Govern my heart. Govern my mind. Govern my words, my motives, and my actions, Lord.
going to see what I should not see. I'm not going to hear what I shouldn't hear. I'm not going to speak what I should not speak. I'm not going to do what I should not do. I'm not going to harm my spirit. I'm not going to harm my soul. I'm not going to harm my mind. I'm not going to harm my body. I'm not going to grieve the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. And then ask the Lord to help you. Let my heart never be divided. Let it be.
Your word is so holy. Your word gives us life. Your word imparts strength into us. Your word unveils our eyes. Your word enlightens our soul. Your word puts us on the right path. And we embrace your word at this hour. Hallelujah. We make it ours. Never to let go. Tell the Lord, Lord, I give myself over to your word. I give myself over to your presence. I will not trade it for money. I will not trade it for pleasure. I will not trade it for anything. Hallelujah. Even if we don't have anything, if we have Jesus, if we have his presence, if we can see his face, if we can hear his voice, that's enough for us. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. How many of us can say, Lord, you're all I need. You're all I need. Jesus, you're all I need. Lord, I'm not going to run after anything else. I'm not going to run after what other people will think, what other people will say, how to please a human being at the expense of displeasing God. There's nothing more cruel, nothing more treacherous than that. Try to please a human being expense of displeasing the one who died for you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Human beings can change. They will flip in a second. They will not be with you all the time. To please a human being, are you selling your Lord? Jesus was sold by Judas for 30 pieces of silver. What are you selling your Lord for? What are you selling your Lord for? You answer that question God is asking me today. What is it? What is it that is coming between you and God? Is it sleep? Is it food? Is it pleasure? Is it ego? Is it money? Toys? What is it? What are you selling Jesus for? And getting yourself imprisoned by cruel slave master Satan. after that. Don't cry. Oh God, I don't know what to do. I'm helpless. When you allow yourself to be overcome by sin, you should do what you have to do to get out of the very place that you got yourself into, the Holy Spirit says. Hallelujah. Satan cannot make you sin. Satan didn't make Eve sin. Eve sinned when she chose to sin. Hallelujah. When she chose to rebel against God, when she chose to not believe what God said, when she chose to believe what Satan said, when she chose to disobey God, hallelujah, when she chose to believe a lie, hallelujah, that lie imprisoned her. God is asking you today, what is it? What is it? Is it something that you always want to be right? Is that your prison? You always want to have the last word. You always want to be right. Hallelujah. That shows your pride. Is it pride that is keeping you in prison? Is it fear of man that is keeping you in prison? It is, is it fear of the future that is keeping you in prison? It is, is it immorality that is keeping you in prison? 
Hallelujah. What have you sold your Jesus for? What is it? Thank you, Jesus. What price have you given? What price have you given to sell Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're so freely throwing away your robe of righteousness. Hallelujah. Like some people do, when they go to immoral people, they take their wedding bands off. It's a shame. Going before Satan and throwing your robe of righteousness is a shame. There's nothing more treacherous than that. God is speaking to your hearts today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Be real, be real, be real, be real. God is looking for genuine people whose hearts are loyal towards Him. Not those who would come and say, Lord, 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 Lord. Hallelujah. Be real. Be real. Be real. Hallelujah. Be real. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Touch your people. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is bringing this song to me. We're going to sing this before we conclude our worship for today. Thank you, Jesus. I've set my heart to seek your face. I've set my mind to seek your face. I've set my heart to seek your face. I've set my mind to seek your face.
speaking at this hour. It is time for you to throw away your idol. Rachel took her father's idol and she hid it. Her husband didn't know that. Her child didn't know that. Her servants didn't know that. No one knew that. She took it and she hid it. It was the mercy of God that moved Laban to come and look for that idol because God did not want that idol to go with Rachel. As he was taking that entire family out of Laban's place, just like how God called Abraham out of his father's place. God was taking Jacob out of Laban's place to go to where God wanted him to go to. But going with an idol is not going to work. There was no way that Satan and God can coexist. She thought she can take the idol and go with her. She knew the Lord. When she was not able to conceive, she went to God, the living God, the God of Jacob. And she prayed and God heard her cry and God opened her womb and gave her two children. With the second one on the way, her heart said, I want to keep the idol too. It was because she kept the idol, God in his mercy came to her through her father, looking for that idol because God wanted to remove that idol from that family. to hold on to that idol. Because she was not truthful, because she was double-minded, because she had the idol in her heart, she came to God to receive something, but she had idols in her heart. She did not make it to the promised land died on the way because no one who is carrying an idol will enter into the promised land understand this sin causes death to be carnally minded is death thank you Jesus we're in or we are out there is no middle ground so strive to enter in Jesus said Make your calling and election sure. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts today. Don't take the things of God lightly. There are many who are regretting this very moment because their lives are over. They cannot fix the errors that they've made. Thank you, Jesus. God has given us the opportunity today just like God sent Laban to come and retrieve his idol and say I'm going to take this and I'm going to go it belongs with Laban it doesn't belong with 
preacher. The idols don't belong in Jacob's family. He pulled Rachel out of idolatry. He pulled Leah out of idolatry. God was starting a new generation. How can idolatry be there? If God wants to do something new in you, God wants to take you out of darkness and bring you to light. You cannot carry darkness with you. Hallelujah. God went and he pulled Lot, his wife, and his daughters out of Sodom and Gomorrah through the angels of God that he sent. It was the grace of God that came to them. But Lot's wife carried Sodom in her heart. As a result of that, she too didn't reach where she needed to reach safely. Because she looked back. God is speaking to our hearts today. Take the things of God very seriously. Don't gamble with your life. Don't gamble with your future. Don't gamble with God. Don't gamble with the call of God. Jesus. Praise you. When Lot's wife looked back, Lot and his daughters moved forward. Don't let anyone pull you back just because she looked back. If you turn and you look back, you will become a pillar of salt just like Lot's wife. Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. God is telling you today, remember Lot's wife. Hallelujah. Remember Rachel. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is coming for a holy bride. A bride without spot or wrinkle. Hallelujah. Not for double-minded people. He's coming for a loyal bride. A faithful bride. A bride who is in love with her Savior. A bride who is excited about meeting her lover. Her bridegroom. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. If you have other loves in your life, don't believe the lie that people say. Or if you just accept Jesus in your heart, you will go when Jesus comes. You will not. Hallelujah. If you have truly accepted Jesus in your heart, that Jesus will be ruling and reigning, there will be no room for darkness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. If we say something and our actions don't match our words, then we will be found as liars before God. And no liar will inherit the kingdom of God. All liars will have their part in the second death. The lake of fire. This is God's word in Revelation. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Examine your heart. Examine your mind. Hallelujah. Examine everything that you have. Is Christ honored? Is he the Lord over everything? Hallelujah. Out of his love, he sent Laban to Rachel. Out of his love, he sent the angels to Lot's wife. Both of them didn't make it. No matter how much God can love us, if we don't make use of his love, 
we will become one miserable losers. And God will not be blamed. Jesus says, I did my part. Are you doing yours? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I died for you. What are you doing with my death on the cross? I died for you so that you can live in me and I in you. Is that happening? Only those people truly have Christ in them. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Surrender your lives to the Almighty God. If we don't give it all to Jesus... Our worship will be in vain. Our following Christ will be in vain because we're actually not following Christ. We're following something else. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Surrender. Total surrender. Tell the Lord, Lord, I want to give my mind, my body, my mouth, my every member of my body to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Take me, Lord. Take me, Lord. Tell the Lord, take me, Lord. When you say, take me, Lord, don't simply say it and go back and do your own thing. What you used to do before. Or what you did just this morning. Or what you did last night. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. If you overcome the works of the flesh in your own life, then God will give you extra powers, extra strength to overcome the powers of the enemy that are at work in other people's lives. But if you are defeated in your own life, don't expect to do anything supernatural. For God. You cannot be used by God. God told David through Nathan, David, you desire to build a house for the Lord, but I don't want you doing that. I don't want your blood stained hands. Thank you, Jesus. It is not about us doing for Him, it is about God wanting. To receive it from our hands. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 So if you don't overcome the works of the flesh in your own life, don't expect God to use you in any form or in any way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Commit yourself to the Lord. Truly commit yourself to the Lord. Desire Christ more than anything in your life. Only one life we have. For He has given us the power to overcome. He's given us the power to overcome. He's given us the power to overcome. What is keeping you from overcoming? Why will you give your key to the enemy? Hallelujah. 
Don't be another Judas who sells Jesus Christ. In different ways. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Satan wanted to take Judas's crown and he successfully did it. Bible says Judas fell by transgression. Satan didn't make him do it. Satan came to him and showed him his plan and Judas bought his plan by selling Jesus Christ for 30 pieces of silver. Don't let anyone take your crown. Hallelujah. Esau forfeited his birthright for a small bowl of porridge. Jacob someone can say Jacob took it but who sold it who gave it away it was Esau so don't blame Satan don't blame the flesh don't blame the enemy every person will be judged according to the works that they've done in their body the Bible says thank you Jesus it is high time you own up to your faults. It is high time you take responsibility for your actions and be sincere before God. Because tomorrow is not guaranteed for us. We need to do it out of love for the Savior. We need to do it because we truly love Him. Oh, you who love the Lord, hate evil, the Bible says. If you truly love God, you will hate what God hates. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God is looking for people like Daniel. We have the character to stand alone. Thank you, Jesus. Daniel is lo- God is looking for people like Joseph who had the character to stand alone. God is looking for people like Moses who had the courage to stand alone. Hallelujah. God is looking for people like Abraham who had the courage to stand alone to leave everything that he knew. God is looking for people like Isaiah who had the courage to stand alone who had the integrity like Jeremiah to stand alone. Like Ezekiel who had the courage to stand alone. Integrity follow God. Thank you, Jesus. But it's impossible to please God without faith. Hallelujah. If you really believe God, you will really believe that he will reward you when you diligently seek him. If you really believe in God, you will really believe that every step that you're taking, you will be rewarded for that. Thank you, Jesus. Where is your faith? What are you placing your trust in? What are you leaning on? What is your pillar? Is God your source of strength? Hallelujah. What are you running after? What is your idol? Remember Rachel. Remember Lot's wife. Remember Esau. Remember Judas. Lord is speaking to our hearts during this hour. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. And the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. anything at that point. Don't run in vain, the word of God says. Don't run in vain. Whatever you're doing, make sure you're doing it within the will of God. Whatever you're doing, make sure you're doing it within the will of God. Wherever you're going, make sure you're going within the will of God. Whomever you're meeting, make sure you're meeting within the will of God. Whatever you're doing, make sure you're doing within the will of God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Whether you eat or whether you drink, do everything to the glory of God. Hallelujah. We live and we move and we have our being in Him. Thank you, Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord says, there shouldn't be any surprises for those who are walking with Him, for they know their Redeemer. They know where He's taking them. But if we're not walking with Him, we're just running aimlessly. Hallelujah. We'll be like the foolish virgins. They had the oil, they had their lamp, but they didn't have the extra oil. When it was time, they didn't have what they needed. Let us not be like the foolish virgins. Let us not be like the foolish man. He too built a house. But the difference is, difference is it crashed the loud noise all the time that he built all the materials that he put in was in vain because he did not do it the way that he should have done which is 100% 
on the good soil upon the rock with good materials yes it takes time to do it the right way it takes time it takes effort but it's worth it at the end it's worth it every day when you are in the will of god it's worth it God the Father will say well done every single day and say well done well done well done hallelujah he is our cheerleader he is the captain of our salvation every time we run as we keep running he cheers us when we're running in the right direction with him following him thank you Jesus if we don't hear his voice cheering us we're in the wrong track If you don't hear the spirit of God cheering you while you are running, you are in the wrong track. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will say, "Oh. You've done well today." God the Father will say, "This is my beloved child in whom I'm well pleased." Hallelujah. Praise you Jesus. Thank you Holy Spirit. Father, thank you Lord for speaking to our hearts. I know Lord you have spoken to us. We thank you Father. Thank you for all the treasures that you have unveiled to us and given to us Lord hand delivered by Jesus Christ to us at this hour. We received it with much gratefulness oh Father. I pray let no one take it and bury it. May they put it to use so that it may become useful in their lives and multiplied into the lives of others. That their twos may become four fives may become 10 and 10 may become 100. You multiply them, Lord. More and more as they become faithful stewards with the word of God that you are giving to them week after week and day after day. So I pray that you continue to minister to our hearts, oh Lord. Unless the Lord builds the house, they that labor, they labor in vain who build it. So I pray that you continue to build our spiritual lives. keeper of our soul build our inner man all the more as we continue to tarry in your presence we thank you heavenly father to you belong all glory honor and praise in jesus name we pray amen thank you jesus please be seated Praise God. Praise the Lord. Greetings to everyone. I welcome you all in this service. Praise the Lord. Uh, joining us today, um, we have first-time visitor among us. We have Miss Robin among us. We welcome you. God bless you. And we have another person which I didn't get to know. Margarito. We bless him. God bless you. So glad to have you today. God bless you. I didn't get the chance to meet her, but uh, we're so glad that you joined uh, the new visitors among us. May God bless you abundantly. Praise God. Uh, the announcement for this week, tomorrow, Monday, in the evening at 7, it is a meeting for the mothers with young kids, age 6 and under. For them, they have the meeting uh, tomorrow, Monday evening at 7 at Drink Central. Uh, Tuesday at 7 in the evening, we have the family Bible study. Uh, that is on Tuesday. And uh, Thursday, since it is the first day of the new month, so we have the fasting prayer um, in the evening at 7. Thursday, beginning on Thursday, that is the first, till the 7th 
October. So uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in the evening at 7 we have the fasting prayer. And uh, we have the morning call, uh, morning at 5.45, Monday through Saturday as usual. So praise God for these uh, prayer meetings that we have this week. And now this is the time to give to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Everything, Lord, we gain this week. It is from your hand. Most high God, we thank you, Father, for being faithful to us day in and day out. Lord, you're the creator of the universe. All the ends of the earth shall praise your name. All the heavens and the earth shall declare your praises. Father, we too, Lord, cannot but help. Praise your name, Lord, for your goodness to us. Lord, for being mindful of us. Every need, Lord, that we have had, not only were you ready to fulfill, but Lord, you were eager, Lord, to bless us with the best. Thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you. We worship you, Lord. Pray, Father, that as we go forward this week, and brought, Lord, a portion of what you've given to us. That, Lord, you would increase us even more. Be a blessing to you. Thank you for this, in Jesus' name. Praise God. We are going to... Close our eyes for a minute and ask the Lord to bless his word. Thank you, Jesus. 
Lord just gave the word. I don't know how. I, we know how he's going to speak, but I don't know how he's going to speak. But he's going to speak. We're going to pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for the word that you've given. Lord, we just give this word into your hands. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you will reveal the mind of Jesus Christ to us at this hour. Father, the things of God belong to God alone. Revelation belongs to God. And we ask you, Jesus, that your revelation may abound at this hour. Lord, I pray that you will speak to us in a manner that we can understand. And you always do when we thank you, Lord. So I pray that you will speak to us once more, Father, in a manner that we can understand. Lord, we're eager to hear from you. Father, I pray that you will touch us. Break every bondage, break every chain in Jesus' name. I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people, trying to keep them from receiving the blessing of God. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. I ask you, Father, that you will reign in the lives of your people in the name of Jesus. That you will break the powers of darkness in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I pray that you will give them, Lord, that which they need, Father, at this hour, which is your word, so that this word can and carry them, Lord, from where they are to where they need to be. And I thank you, Heavenly Father. I come against every demonic spirit that tries to distract their minds, that tries to cloud their minds, that is trying to put a veil over their eyes. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Father, I ask you that you will release the spirit of light, the spirit of truth upon your people. In the name of Jesus, may it go into your people, Lord. May the presence of God hover over every single person here in the name of Jesus. And all those who are worshiping with us, Lord, today online. I pray, may the Spirit of God hover over them in Jesus' name. And I pray, may the revelation that comes from Christ enter into their minds, O oh Lord. Lord, embed that into your into their spirit, Lord, through the Word of God. Oh, may the Spirit of the Almighty God move in their spirit, upon their spirit, so that their spirit man can be strengthened, O oh Lord, all the more. Lord, to move from where they are to where you want them to be. And I thank you, Lord, for doing this. We praise you. We praise we praise you, we praise you, we praise you, we praise you. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, for all that you are going to do. And we praise you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen. And obey in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise be to God. We are going to turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. Two scriptures the Lord gave me just now. So we're going to look into that and see how the Lord is going to lead us from there. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. We're going to read this one more time. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. I want to stop right here before we go into the next verse. 
from the time that John the Baptist came, the forerunner to the Messiah, Satan was very busy. Satan saw God's plan. And Satan said, I got to stop this. Now he began that way before in the Garden of Eden, where he saw God's plan for mankind. And he said, I got to stop this. God is speaking into your hearts today. God has a plan for your life. And you know what Satan says? I got to stop this. God wants you to get to where God wants you to get to, to do great and mighty things for the almighty God. And Satan says, I don't like this. I got to stop this. There is an enemy of our soul who watches us day and night. We don't have to be paranoid, but we need to know about him. He always is busy. God talked about it, so we should. It's in the word. He's like a roaring lion looking to see who he can devour. He can eat. He can destroy. God also says, Jesus said this, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I've come to give life and life abundantly. Two, two came. One is the real shepherd and the other one is the thief. Jesus is there to lay down his life for his sheep and he did. The thief is also there and he says, while I know the good shepherd is there, I'm going to see how I can devour the sheep. That is, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> the devil doesn't like it. He doesn't like talking about him. We're going to talk all the more. So, <laughs> so the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The thief, Satan. So he comes and he says, I don't like the plan of God that God has for this person. If the shepherd has hundred in that fold, each sheep had a plan of God written by God for the sheep. God has a plan written for you. God showed it. I didn't see everything in the plan, but God showed it to me a couple of weeks ago while we were in prayer, family prayer. I saw the Lord open a scroll. A beautiful scroll opened up. And the Lord said, my plan for you is in here. And according to the plan of God that is in the scroll, God is executing exactly according to his blueprint that he has in the scroll. Just like that, God has his plan for you in a special scroll that God has. He has written every detail of that in that scroll and he has it. When you receive Jesus Christ into your heart and begin to walk in the ways of the almighty God, the plan that he has on that scroll has to, or your walk with God has to mirror, I should say, the plan that he has on that scroll. Whatever he has, his kingdom has to come to where we are. So whatever he has written on that scroll has to happen in our lives exactly as how he has written. You know, you, you see, um, you see the cookie cutters, you know, or whatever you have to put, like, you know, stamp in and you have, you know, the little faces and, you know, whatever you have. Even the stamps that you stamp on kids' notebooks. 
it has an imprint that imprint is printed wherever you stamp it for us god has a unique imprint upon each one of our lives with the print of jesus christ even though our goal in christ is to become like jesus and god's goal for each one of us is to become like jesus within christ being formed in us there's a unique plan of god for each one of us you have to understand that god has had a unique plan for moses god had a unique plan for jacob god had a unique plan for abraham you can never see the same plan repeated anywhere in the bible it's a very unique plan every person created by god when they surrendered their lives to the lord and they said lord let your kingdom come in my life as it is in heaven the unique plan of god took place in their lives now i can have the unique plan of god and my scroll can never be opened can just be kept in a shelf if i just do my own thing but if i'm walking in line with god whatever god has it will be open jesus christ according to the plan of the father when he came into this world he went to the temple and he opened the scroll the book of isaiah and in it was written all about him that was his unique plan just as jesus had a unique plan for this world his purpose in this world god has a unique plan for you in this world now when that unique plan has to be executed and you become aware that god has a plan for me i have been living my life a certain way but now i know that he has a plan for me and i'm going to follow his plan not my own thoughts as i said before all our thoughts are influenced by either the spirit of god or the spirit of darkness satan cannot make us to sin but he can tempt us to sin if we choose that whatever he offers by his product always understand this i want to use the word by b u y because the holy spirit is bringing that to us at this hour any time satan brings you something he brings his offer you always buy it you pay something for it there's a price to it he never offers anything for free you pay and what do you pay when it comes to buying satan's products you pay with your own life the wages of sin is death so the price that you're going to pay in exchange for whatever satan is offering is what your life your eternity your salvation your healing your deliverance everything whenever satan comes and says hey this looks pretty this looks nice this looks good take it from me what are we doing when we take it from him we're actually giving our life in exchange for that god speak to our hearts today never buy anything from satan in short don't go to satan's junkyard and say can i see what is there so that i can get it god has us in his palace he has a big treasure house there for us with our names on it and he says whatever you want i can give to you i can satisfy all your needs according to my riches and glory god says what is the need for a believer to go and look at satan's junkyard that's all it is it's like going to a big trash yard of satan and looking at it oh i see a little plastic clip there i see a little you know old toy there we are not made for that whatever satan brings always remember he brings it from his trash yard is nothing good to offer 
whatever Satan brings, he will bring it and he will offer it in exchange for your soul. In worship, God spoke to us about Rachel. Rachel brought her idol with her, her father's idol with her. And what happened to her? What was the price Rachel had to pay for that? Her life, her future, her everything. She could not see Benjamin. She could not see Joseph grow. She was not there to see the work of God in her family. Many, many losses. What happened to Lot's wife? What happened to her? Satan offered something. What was it? Sodom. Look over there. Turn and look at Sodom. And what happened? She turned and she looked. What was the price attached to it? Tell me. What happened when she turned and looked? She lost everything. She lost her life. She lost her husband. She lost her daughters. She lost her future. She lost everything. You know what? God used her as an example. to Tell other people, don't be like Lot's wife. Don't be like Esau. We want to be examples of righteousness. Not examples of unrighteousness. God wants to use us in a good way. He wants to magnify Jesus Christ in our lives. But understand, when God has a plan for you, every believer does. God has a plan for every believer. Every believer has a plan written by God individually for each one of them. Satan will come and say, I am going to destroy this. When he comes and says, I'm going to destroy this. If we know who we are in Christ, we're going to say, Oh, no, not you don't. You can't. If we are in Christ, we know that he cannot destroy the plan of God that God has for our lives. But if we give ourselves into fear and we give ourselves to fear, I should say, the moment he speaks, we will be like the children of Israel who did not have God as their covering, who got so scared every time the Philistine came and he mocked the people of God. They lived in fear until little David came forward to bring the giant down. God is speaking to our hearts today. God has a plan for your life. When God has a plan for your life, the enemy will always bring a counter plan. Write this down. When God has a plan for your life, Satan will always bring something to counter that. You call that his plan. God has a plan. Satan has a plan. God has a plan to make you like Jesus. When I say make you like Jesus, is to be just like Jesus on earth. Is it possible? Absolutely possible. To live a righteous life, to live a holy life, to to live a life full of love, to live a life full of power, to flow in the fruit of the Spirit and to flow in the gifts of the Spirit, to live your life to the maximum for God's glory. Satan has a counter plan. I want to bring one example as the Holy Spirit brings before me. John the Baptist, Samson. If you can write a comparison chart, you will see. God had a plan for John the Baptist. John the Baptist stuck with it and he finished well. God had a plan for Samson. He did not stick with it. He deviated. It cost him his eyes, cost him his call, cost him the ministry, cost him everything. 
when Satan brings something to you, when he brings his plan, it will always cost you in a big way. From the time of John the Baptist, let's just go back to the scripture. From the time of John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Now from the time of John the Baptist, when God had a plan for John to be a forerunner to Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and God had a plan for Messiah, these are two different plans, unique plans, John's work, only John will fulfill, Jesus' work, only Jesus will fulfill. Always have that in your mind. Your job, you are called to fulfill. My job, I'm called to fulfill. We each have a unique track that God has and we all run in that track. Looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. As we run, we see our fellow you know, brothers and sisters, they are running, we cheer them and we keep our eyes ahead. And when God called us to call people, they see us and they run behind us. But you don't turn back. We always keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We don't turn to the right, we don't turn to the left. And when we do, God's word says, you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is where you need to walk. Make sure you walk in it. You know, some people at that time will get offended. I don't like what they're telling. They're telling me to walk. I don't want to be told. Let me tell you, that is the spirit of Lucifer. Pride. When you don't want to be told, when you don't want to be corrected, something is seriously wrong. Humility will be, tell me. Not simply tell me and then get offended. No. Tell me and take it in a right way so that you can make progress. Thank God we have the spirit of God out of his love. God wanted to protect Rachel and he moved Laban to go and look for that idol so that Rachel can be spared. Jacob can be spared. Joseph can be spared. Benjamin can be spared. But Rachel chose not to. Once again, write this. I have a choice in my eternity. I have a choice in bringing the kingdom of God now to this world. I have a choice. I have a choice to run the race with endurance or I have a choice to give up. God was showing me during worship, there are some people excited when they want to run, but few steps, they say, oh Lord, my leg hurts, my knee hurts, my hand hurts, my everything hurts. And they want to sit, they want to just sit and watch others run. The difference is when the one who runs and stands on that victory stand and gets that crown, they stand there and they get that medal or the cup. The feeling they have is different. Only those who stand there can understand. You can sit here and cheer, but at the end of the day, you have nothing in your hand. We must run with endurance. We must run to win. The Bible says, run so that you can obtain the crown. Run so that you can win. Everybody run. A lot of people run, but not everyone who runs, receives the crown. A lot of Christians. That means many Christians in the churches who are running, because the unbelievers are not running the same race, understand? These are Christians who run. They all run. They all say, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I love Jesus. You love Jesus. I love Jesus. Praise the Lord. They all dance and worship and everyone. But you know what? Only a 
small percentage of people are going to get the crown the other ones will be disqualified that will be a very sad day when a whole bunch of people will say lord 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 and he will say who are you because he knows the people by their track where they run are you in the will of god are you in the will of god so god has a plan and satan has another plan his plan to counter the plan of god but no plan of god can be thwarted thwarted by the enemy unless i give satan the permission to twist what god has for me you cannot say that satan caused you to sin you cannot say that satan caused you to lose unless you partake of what satan offered to you god is speaking to your hearts today from the time of john the baptist the plan of god that god had for john the plan of god god had for jesus and in christ the plan of god that god has for you and me understand that in christ god has unique individual plans for each one of us what has happened since then the kingdom of heaven suffers violence if we belong to the king we all are members of that kingdom understand if you belong to jesus christ we all belong to the kingdom and what's happening to the kingdom those who are in the kingdom there is an opposing force that tries to snatch what you have that tries to take away what has been given to you understand this if you are a child of god and you belong to the kingdom every person in that kingdom has been given a domain a little territory jesus explained it so beautifully in a parable you could be given one you could be given two you could be given five but something is given to you you call that your territory your possession something god will give when you come to jesus christ there'll be something one soul you evangelize or one small area as you are faithful god will increase but you know what while you are in that kingdom and while you are working there's something that is happening where the external force will come to knock out the plan of god it'll try to take away what you have when you give it away but you know who will actually overcome the forces of darkness those who know how to fight the violent take it by force yes the kingdom of god suffers violence but are we overcomers who will overcome those who would say i will not give up my birthright birthright those who will say i will not give up my territory that god has given those who will say i will not give up my crown that god has given those who will say i will not give up the treasure god has given i will not give up this jesus for anything now when they say that satan will put up a fight there is a war there is a fight that will take place spiritual fight he'll try to attack the body he'll try to attack the mind he'll try to attack the finances he'll try to attack everything i want to use the word try to that's why god has given us the power the power to overcome all the powers of darkness because he has already said no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper he's already said it 
No weapon. Every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn. God has said it already. If he said, you know what? When this happens, this is what you do. What are we supposed to do? Do exactly what he has told us to do. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. When the enemy tries to come and harass you mentally. When the enemy tries to come and harass you physically. When the enemy tries to come and harass you financially. When the enemy tries to come and harass you through another human being, an employer, an employee, a colleague, whoever it is. We have to understand who we are in Christ Jesus. If you know that you are part of the kingdom of God, you need to know who the king is. If you know the power of the king and you belong to the kingdom, that should give you a boost on the inside just to know that. Just by knowing that you belong to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and you are under His rule, you are under His reign, has to give you that confidence. And when you know that God has called me for righteousness, not for unrighteousness, and unrighteousness belongs to darkness, I belong to the light. And you have the clear thinking that this is who I am, this is where I belong, then I will obey the rules of that territory and I will look to whatever orders that will come from that king. If I have a doubt whether I am a mother or not, then I'm going to be one confused person when I look at my children and say, I don't know if they are my children. But if I know I am a mother and I'm a mother of these five children, then my relationship with them and my responsibility, everything towards that will be the way it should be. If a believer would know who he or she is in Christ, then their behavior will correspond to that belief. It is so important to know who you are in Christ. If I don't know who I am in Christ, then I'm going to be very shaky. How can you use something that you don't know? How can you live a life that you're not certain of? If I am sure that I belong to that kingdom and I belong to the king, if I know I'm a citizen of heaven and there's no doubt about it, then whatever the king of that kingdom says, I will follow that rule. And I know that I have his protection. To the king, I must be faithful. And I can believe and trust that I have his covering over me night and day. Even though the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, the kingdom of heaven is an overcoming kingdom. Write this down. The kingdom of heaven is an overcoming kingdom. There's no failure in that kingdom. So for his people, the result is always victory. But I have to take it by force. That means, whatever God has given to you, don't forfeit it. Don't be bullied by the enemy. And don't give up what belongs to you. Whether it's your children, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your health, 
your holiness. I'm speaking on these four today as the Spirit of the Lord is bringing to us. Whether it's your children, whether it's your spouse, your health, your holiness, they belong to you. God has given that. Those are your territories, your domain that God has given. By the blood of Jesus, he has given to you. And you belonging in that kingdom should not forfeit the blessings of God God has given to you through the blood of Jesus Christ. When the enemy tries to come and say, uh, this is mine, I'm going to get it. He can't really lay hands on anything that belongs to us, but he will try to scare us by as if he's coming so close. It is at that time we exercise the right, the authority that God has given to us from his scripture, submit to God and resist the devil. He will flee from you. So when you see the enemy come so close and it looks like he's about to touch what belongs to you, it is at that moment, if you have the confidence in Jesus, you know that you're stronger than him through Jesus, you'll be able to tap him, push his hand down. But if we are so scared of the enemy, the enemy is not even touching and the enemy knows that you are scared of him, he'll easily take away what belongs to you. Fear is a big open door. Disobedience is a big open door. God is speaking to our hearts today. Those who have regard for the word of God, God says, he will have regard for them. Now the kingdom of God suffers violence. The violent take it by force. What kind of a force is God talking about here? What kind of a force is Jesus Christ talking about? The spirit of the Lord is bringing to us this. When the earth was dark, void, nothing was there. The Spirit of God hovered over the face of the earth. And the Spirit of God spoke. Let there be light. When he spoke, there was a force that came through the breath of God that birthed something that was not there. Light came into being. Those who are within Christ have the force that Christ has through the Spirit of God that is working in us when we use the Word of God. You know why? Because it's the Word of God. So when we use the Word of God, it has force. How do we overcome the enemy? How do we exert force? By using the Word of God. When we use the Word of God, the Word of God is a force that goes. It attacks the powers of darkness. This is where the sword of the Spirit comes into play. The weapon. Worse. When you use that, the enemy flees. Submit to God and resist the devil. How will you resist the devil? By using force. How will you use the force? By using the word of God. So when you use the force, the word of God, you cannot use the word of God passively. You have to use the word of God with force. That means with everything that is within you, with faith in your heart, that you say it because you believe it. You say it because you believe it. When you believe it and when you say it, the force that comes from the word of God where you place your faith upon will go and hammer your enemy your opponent, Satan. I want to repeat this. When you use the word of God, 
which is a mighty force. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So understand, the word of God is very mighty, very forceful, very powerful. When we use that word of God, that word of God is more powerful than a dynamite. It just goes and it overpowers the powers of darkness. It just brings it down. But when will that happen? When you use that force, the word of God, mixed with faith. I don't want to use this illustration, but the spirit of the Lord is bringing to me. I have never used a gun, by the way. But a gun can be loaded, but you need to pull the trigger, right? You need to pull the trigger. That's how it is. The word of God with the spirit of God is the weapon. Your faith is the trigger. If you don't pull the trigger, you can have the word of God combined with the spirit of God just sitting there. And you can be scared of the enemy. I'm so scared. I don't know what to do. The enemy is at the door. The enemy is near my throat. The enemy is on my eyes. The enemy is trying to push me down. You can cry about the enemy all day long. God will say, I gave you the weapon. How come you didn't use it? All he needed to do was pull the trigger. You know why the Holy Spirit is bringing that illustration to us? Unless you have faith in the gun, you are not going to pull the trigger. Unless you know how to do it, you're not going to do it. But my God says, I will train your hands for battle and your fingers for war. He's given us the manual, the word of God, as to how to use that weapon. The weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. But they're mighty through God to the pulling down our strongholds. The kingdom of God suffers violence. The violent take it by force. Four things the Lord showed. And God wants to address those four things right now. When it comes to your spouse, the enemy says, I got your husband, I got your wife. If you really believe in the word of God, that's when you say, no, you can't. You can't because I have the power, I have the force to bring down the powers of darkness. And what do we do? We speak the word of God. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. No weapon that is formed against my husband shall prosper. And we submit to God by doing the will of God and resisting the devil by saying, Satan, take your hands off of my husband. Get out in Jesus' name. You need to speak. Same application for your children. Whether it's your spouse, whether it's your children. In order to snatch them out of the hands of the enemy who says that they belong to me, I'm going to take them away from you. Unless we say, yes, I believe that they are gone, they are so far far gone, I'm just giving up. Then you've given up and you've given. Satan will take and he will go. Just like how Esau sold his birthright. Always remember, when you give up something, you're giving up with a price attached to it. Whether it's your spouse, whether it's your kids, If you belong to God, you have kingdom power and you have king's army backing you. You can speak the word of God over your circumstance and you can, by force, take them back. By force. Use the word of God. Keep using the word of God. Keep using the word of God. Warfare is not something that you just go and you just say and you just come back. 
Sometimes it takes time. How many of you have heard about battles? Watched documentary about battles? Those are all maybe three days, four days battles. They might put it in a half an hour, one hour documentary. It takes time. But you know, you have the victory. When you know that this is the result, I will fight till I win. I pick up my sword and fight, for I'm a warrior. I fight to the very end, for I'm a warrior. When I know my result is victory, I can confidently fight because I don't have to worry about the outcome. I know the outcome already. The violent take it by force. If you have aggressive faith, not passive faith, if you have faith that will show itself in action on a consistent basis, where you say, I'm going to take the word of God, the force that can bring down the powers of darkness, the sword of the spirit. Did you know that by faith you'll pull the trigger, send that word of God right to the heart of the enemy? You will retrieve or take over the possession that the enemy says, oh, I'm claiming that. You say, no, I'm not giving it. I'm not giving it. He will come and fight. I'm not giving it. You know how Satan fights? It's another point the Spirit of the Lord is bringing. To God's people, Satan will always try to fight illegally. Write this down. If you're walking with God, Satan will always try to come and fight illegal battles because you have no legal ground. You shouldn't have any legal ground. If you have any legal ground for the enemy where the enemy says, oh, I see sin in your life. I see immorality there. I see bad-mouthing here. I see slander there. I see vengeance there. I see disunity there then we won't have the strength to fight at all. Heaven will not back us because we're already siding with the enemy. But if you're walking with God, if you're walking with God, if you have the fear of the Lord in your heart and you're walking with God, know this for sure. Victory is yours. Heaven's army will back you up every single time. When you go to fight, you know who will stand with you? God himself will stand with you. The angels of God will stand with you. The Lord of the heavens armies and his armies will stand with you. Victory is for sure. So whether it's your spouse, whether it's your children, use the same principle which is, I am not going to give up my territory, what belongs to me. I'm not giving up. No matter how you try to threaten, I'm not giving up because I know I'm the winner here. I know that these are territories given by God to me. I'm not giving up. The other area that God brings to us is our health. Your health has been given by God to you. The Bible says, beloved, I wish that you prosper in your body with good health, just as your soul prospers. It is the wish or the will, the desire of God that is expressed through Apostle Paul in the word of God for every believer to prosper in their health. 
just like our soul prospers. So our first and foremost focus is the prosperity of our soul. Within the prosperity of our soul is the prosperity of our bodies. Let me tell you why. Because our bodies are the temples of the living God. When you care about a physical building, right? If you have a church, you have the physical building and we see here. Nobody is going to go and put stickers here and do whatever they want to do. And if something is not right, you fix it and you take good care. You know why? Because you say, this is God's house. How much more when it is your body? And the Bible says that God, the spirit of God dwells in that body. And God's desire is for us to prosper in good health. That's his will. Our body is something that is given by God to us. Understand that. That is your domain. That is your territory. Just like your spouse and your children, your children are gifts given by God to you. That is your domain. That's your territory. Your spouse is a gift given by God to you. That is your territory. That's your domain. Your health, your body, the temple of God, is a gift given by God to you. To house the soul and the spirit of God when you're born again. Especially spirit baptized. It's a gift from God given to you. So God says, I want my blessing to rest upon that body. It's a domain given by God to you. And when the enemy says, oh, you know what? I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to put this on you. I'm going to make you feel sick. I'm going to make you feel miserable. It is at that time we become violent with the enemy. Where, it's, where we go to the enemy and we say, not here, not now, never again. I'm going to say that again. Not here, not now, never again. When we expect the same thing to happen again tomorrow, Satan will say, well, I got the pass, I'm coming tomorrow. When you say, not now, not here, never again, I give you no permission because this body is the temple of God. See, every time you use, the force that you're using is the word of God. So when it comes to your body, you're using the word of God, what are you going to say? This body is the temple of God. You have no right over this body. Get out in Jesus' name. I take healing for this body because it's a temple of God. Use the scripture. Use the scripture. In every situation, use the scripture because the scripture is the big force that we use in order to possess what belongs to us. Fourth area is your personal holiness. God wants us to be holy in our spirit, body, and mind. The Bible says, May the Lord keep you blameless for his appearing in your spirit, body, and soul, and mind. Being blameless in your body, in your mind, in your soul, is something given by God to you through the blood of Jesus. Righteousness is given by God to you. It is a gift of God to you. The robe of righteousness. Cleansing your conscience through the blood of Jesus is a gift given by God to you. 
when sin tries to come and knock at your door to say that, oh, you know what? You're not that holy. You can't overcome. We have to understand that I belong to the kingdom of God that suffers violence. Yes. In this world, we are there. In this world, we are sheep among who? Wolves. We are in the kingdom of God, but you have the kingdom of darkness that is constantly trying to bombard you with things, hoping that you will sell Jesus for what it's trying to get from you. You can never get anything good from Satan. He will actually take away everything that you have. That's how wicked he is. So when Satan knows that God has a plan for your life, he will try to bring his plan to counter the plan of God by trying to touch your spouse, trying to touch your kids, trying to touch your health, trying to touch your holiness. These four areas are very, very important. When we serve God, these four areas are very important. That's where God wants us to be a testimony. So he will try to come and what ruin our testimony by touching our body, touching our kids, touching our holiness, touching our spouse. As long as you don't give permission, he cannot touch anything that belongs to you. If we already have something, it is important that we take ownership of what belongs to us. If Satan comes and says, oh, I got your son, I got your daughter, I got your husband, or I got your wife. That's where you have to say, I'm going to be violent to get it back. I'm not going to be passive. I'm not going to be passive. It takes godly zeal and God's anger to fight the powers of darkness. When we wrestle against flesh and blood, it's never going to be you have a sword and you just smile and say, Hi, I have a fashionable sword. No. When you face your enemy, you face your enemy with anger. You face your enemy with vengeance. You face your enemy with gold because I need to get mine that the enemy is holding. When David went and fought against the lion, his goal was not to, how can I rip this beast's mouth and how can I pull some of his hair? No. His goal was the lamb, the lamb, the lamb, the lamb, the lamb. God is speaking to our hearts today. When we fight against the powers of darkness, our goal is, what are we fighting for? What do we need to take possession of? What are we trying to hold on to and not let it go? We need to focus on that. And use the word of God as a force against the enemy. So he lets go of what belongs to us. The plan of God for our lives will be fully executed if we are fully armed and fight the good fight of faith. I want to give you one more scripture before we conclude for today. Let's just go to... Luke chapter 16, verse 16. Luke chapter 16, verse 16. The law and the prophets were until John. Luke chapter 16, verse 16. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressing into it. I want you to underline or highlight or write the word Pressing into it. The word pressing is very, very deep. 
the word pressing is not a casual thing. It's talking about those who really mean business with God. Do you really mean business with God? Do you want to be someone who really enters in? Do you want to be someone who actually holds on or get back what you lost? God says, it's for those who will press in. Press in by what? The word. The kingdom of God has been preached. That's the word. And everyone pressing into it will receive what they are pressing in for. God is speaking to our hearts today. The kingdom of God suffers violence. The violent take it by force. God is really looking for fighters in his kingdom. People who will really fight the good fight of faith. People would say, I'm not going to settle for less. I'm not going to say, okay, this is how my faith is, so I'm just going to live this way. This is how my spouse is, I'm going to settle for this. this. This is how my kids are, I'm going to settle for this. This is my life and that's how it is. I'm just going to be with my Bible and go to church and and just, you know, read my Bible and fast and pray. And just, I'm going to just take care of my spiritual life. You know what you'll do by doing that? You'll be forfeiting the territory God has given to you. There's a testimony. Every area that you gain back. Every area that you get. There's a testimony. Because now, God will widen your territory. When you overcome the works of the flesh in your own body in your own soul, in your own spirit, as the Lord spoke to us during the worship. You are going to be used by the Lord to bring victory in the lives of others. When sin comes knocking at your door, there's the fourth point where God was speaking about personal holiness. When sin comes knocking at your door, try to say that, you know what? You are somebody who always got angry, so you'll always get angry. Is at that time we need to get angry at the spirit of anger and say, no, not anymore. Because I have the spirit of Christ. Because I have the spirit of God who brings forth that love, joy, peace, patience. You see, how do you counter this? How do you actually whack the enemy? How do you do that? Use the word. That is the force. The force is the word. The violence, take it by force. Where do you get that force from? How do you exert that force and how do you overpower the enemy? It is through the word of God. Every time you use the word of God, understand, you will overcome. You will win all the time without fail. Without fail. So when you do something, say while you're fighting, you see like the enemy has the upper hand. You know, some people, even if they are not that strong, they make a big scene. When they make a big scene, a person who is not brave in their heart will get scared. And a person who makes a big scene. But a person who knows that he's just making a big scene, I can take him down. Real, definitely overcome. That's how Satan is. Many times he'll come and make a big scene. What did he do when the disciples went on that boat we saw last week. Jesus was in the boat. What did the enemy do? He made a big scene. He caused the winds to blow and he caused the waves to jump up and he caused a big scene there. But who was bigger? The 
word of God, the Lord Jesus Christ in that boat. What did he do? He just got up and what did he say? Peace, be still. That was it. All the scene came to an end. Many times when you try to speak the word, Satan will try to make a big scene. I want to finish with this. When the father of a child threw himself in the fire and in water, was brought before Jesus Christ. And Jesus was going to cast out that devil. And the father said, Lord, help my unbelief and all those things. Jesus drives out that demon. When that was gone, what do you expect to happen? Would think that, oh, Jesus said, the demon to go, and all of a sudden the boy straightened up and he smiled and he said, I understand you're the Messiah. No. After Jesus commanded the demon to go, the demon made a scene. It made a scene and it threw the boy. And the boy fell as if he was dead. Someone sees they'll say, oh, oh my goodness, this demon is more powerful than Jesus. Wait for a minute. It just had to wait for a minute. At that moment, it looked like Satan was winning, but he did not. It did not. Jesus already won the battle. So sometimes when you pray for your loved ones, whether it's your spouse or your kids, or even for your own body, all of a sudden the enemy will act up. Have you seen that? When you start praying, things will get agitated more. That doesn't mean that you are going down. You're only going up. The enemy is going down. So what is he doing? Making a scene. He's making a scene. At that point, use the word again to bring him down. Use the word again. Use the word again. The more you use the word, the more he's going to be silenced. One more thing I want to say before I finish. As the Spirit of the Lord brings me this section. Jesus Christ and his disciples were walking and Jesus was hungry and he saw the fig tree from afar and it had a lot of leaves and he said, let me go and see. Let me get some fruit and eat. And he went near it and he saw the figs, the fig tree, the leaves, and there were no figs in there. And he looked at it, it looked very deceptive. And he looked at the fig tree and he said, let there no fruit come out of you anymore. What do you read in that section? Do you read immediately while they were standing, all the leaves fell, the tree shrunk and that was it. No next time when they came by. But what did Jesus do? He spoke and he walked away with his disciples because he knew it was done. It is very important for us to know there's power in the word of God. Even if you don't see it, after you speak to it, if it looks like it's still standing, we know that it's done at the root level. It's done. We as God's people need to know what our territory is whether it's ministry, whether it's family, whether it's health, whatever area that could be, your personal holiness. God says, don't let go of what is yours. Fight with everything. Fight till the very end because you already had the result because Jesus got it for you on the cross of Calvary. You have won the battle. You won the battle. So knowing the result, knowing that this is mine, this will be mine, I fight. 
knowing that nobody can touch that. No Satan can touch that. No evil spirit can touch that. I fight knowing that I'm getting it back because it's mine. I will get it back. The answer I know already. Nobody can take it. The only thing is, I have to be forceful, violent, use force, which is the word of God. Never be passive. Never think that, oh, you know what, somehow, someday, somehow it will come back to me. It will not. Only the violent take it by force. The kingdom of God suffers violence. We are part of the kingdom of God. And we go through that. Do you know what? We always win. The violent in the kingdom of God will take it. Take what the enemy has by force. So, whatever belongs to us. Those are the four categories. And when we are successful in that, whatever belongs to him, we'll go after. Whatever belongs to us, we get it. And whatever belongs to him, we'll go after. Which means, our kids, our spouse, our health, our personal holiness, when we are successful in that, God will give us the power supernatural power to go after the souls that Satan has. And we will have, we will see success in these four areas in the lives of those around us. God will use us to win or to rule over the powers of darkness that are afflicting somebody else's spouse, somebody else's health, somebody else's kids, and people who are struggling to live an overcoming life, to bring deliverance to them, God will use us when? When we take back what belongs to us. When we don't let go and fight to get back what belongs to us. When we have success in this, there'll be an explosion in our work that we do for the Lord because there will be a divine multiplication with what intensity and what force you fought for yours. God will double that, triple that to cause you to go after Satan's territory because you are secure with yours. Now you're going to go after the enemy to get more, gain more ground for Jesus Christ. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. No matter what your body may say, no matter what your enemy may say to you, through your spouse, through your kids, no matter whatever it is, whatever temptation that may be, if you know how to put up a fight, not let go, not give in, God will entrust his kingdom into your hands. God will entrust those who are trapped in the kingdom of darkness into your hands. Thank you, Jesus. The kingdom of God suffers violence. The violent take it by force. Those who press in. Those who press in. Those who press in to the territory of the enemy where the enemy has a loved one's hostage. Held hostage there. Those who will press in. Thank you, Jesus. Those who will not settle Thank you, Jesus. Those who will not believe the lie of the enemy and will say, this is how it is and that's how it's going to be. 
On the contrary, those who will rise up and say, I'm going to go after this with everything that is within me. As David recovered all, those who violently take it by force will recover everything and much more. Thank you, Jesus. God is looking for people who will fight in the army of the Lord. Whether it's your health, whether it's your spouse that is under the bondage of the enemy, whether it's your children who are under the bondage of the enemy, whether it is your mind or your body that the enemy tries to attack with sin, those who put up a fight and say, no, you cannot come near me. You cannot come near my body because the body, my body is a temple of the living God. And use the word of God to pull down that stronghold of the enemy and live a holy life. God will use such people to turn the world upside down. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In this army, I've got a part. The overcoming army. The overcoming army. Hallelujah. The ever-winning army. Hallelujah. Where there's no defeat. Hallelujah. We belong to that army of the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. God is looking for people who will fight. Samuel was a prophet. He was a judge in Israel. But he had what, what he needed to have when it came to bringing down Agag. What Saul didn't do, Samuel did it. Before the Lord, he did it. In a violent manner, he did it. And he put down the enemy. When it comes to sin, be violent with sin. Don't toy with sin. Don't compromise where you should not compromise. Only the violent take it by force. Thank you, Jesus. You need to know the seriousness of the battle. You need to know that it can cost you everything if you lose, if you forfeit your victory that Christ has already given for you. You need to fight the good fight of faith. Thank you, Jesus. Pick up your sword and fight. God has made you a warrior through the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. David was a warrior, but when it was time to fight, he sat at home and did not fight. Because of that, he lost everything. He fell into sin, lost the peace. Bloodshed was in his generation. Immorality plagued his generation. Until then, all was well. Thank you, Jesus. It's not enough to have a title. Oh, I'm a soldier in God's army. We need to be active soldiers. We need to be soldiers who are watchful. Not let the enemy enter in to our minds, through our eyes, through our ears, through any part of our being. We need to be militant against the 
deception and deceptive ways of Satan. Not to be passive, but to be active, aggressive in bringing down sin, temptation. Not partake in anything that will defile the holiness, the righteous garment that God has given you. We need to fight with everything that is within us and keep that garment of righteousness, robe of righteousness, pure. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Use the scripture and wage the spiritual warfare, the fighting for your spouse, for your children. Don't be passive. Be aggressive in your fight. Fast and pray. Pray with everything that is within you. Pray with faith. Use the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Know that you have the victory every time you fight. When you see the enemy causing a scene, know that it's just a scene and continue to hammer him down with the word of God. Use the force that God has given you, which is the word of God. And do it with force. The violent take it by force. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Every time the enemy tries to attack your mind, violently attack the enemy by the word of God. Take it down by force. Because your mind is your territory that God has given to you. It has to be the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. Never sell it for anything. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this time. I know you have spoken to us. I know the Spirit of God has unveiled the understanding of your people to grasp what God has given to us this hour, something very important. I pray, may your people, Lord, take it to heart, meditate on it, and apply it, O Father. Let no one be passive Christians. Let no one be a passive believer here. Let no one, Father, put down their sword, put down their shield even for a second. May every believer here be a true believer. Know to pull the trigger the right time so that unbelief can be shot down. Immorality can be shot down through the power of the word of God. Anger and hate can be shot down through the power of the word of God. Vengeance, bitterness, and hatred can be shot down through the power of God. Sickness can be shot down through the power of God. Jesus, hallelujah. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us this power weapon, Lord, the Word of God. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's no defeat. There's no defeat. We use the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. There's no defeat when we fight passionately and aggressively. Go after the enemy who's holding that which belongs to us or who is trying to gain ground in our lives. Keep him out. Keep him out at all costs. Keep him out. Hallelujah. Get back from him what he's holding on that belongs to you. Thank you, Jesus. There's a prophecy God is giving. If you're faithful in what you need to get back from the enemy, 
God will give you what you don't have. God will expand your territory. God will expand your, expand your borders. Hallelujah. God will cause you to overcome and overpower the powers of darkness in the lives of others. Bring the kingdom of God into their lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we praise you. We praise you. We praise you. I pray. May we continue to take this word, chew on this word, digest this word, until this word becomes one with us, O oh Father. That we act upon this word, Father. Let no one be a forgetful hearer. May each and every brother, sister, child act on this word, Lord. That they may reap the benefit of what you have spoken to them this day. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for blessing us this month of September. You've blessed us beyond measure, O oh God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Lord. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for filling us to the overflowing, Lord, throughout this month, O oh Father. Giving us manna from heaven week after week and day after day. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us with the health that come from you, Lord. The health that comes from you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for giving us the tools to fight and the power to fight all and our God who will fight for us, Jesus, as we fight with you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just take a few moments in the presence of God and thank the Lord for this month of September. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you for all the salvations, for deliverance, for baptisms, for healings. Lord, for all that you have done, for all the breakthroughs, Lord. Lord, for all the financial blessing, Lord. Lord, for all the blessings in the family, Lord. For all the increase that you have given, Lord. For all the debts that you have cleared, O Lord. Thank you for all that you have done, O Lord. For the peace of God that you have given, Lord. For the joy of God that you have given, O Lord Jesus. For giving us strategies, Lord. Going, Lord, forth into the month of October. O Lord, to cause us to be overcomers 24-7. Everything that you have taught us in this month of September, O God. I pray. May your people put it to practice in the name of Jesus. And I ask Lord for your strength to descend upon them right now in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. May the strength of the almighty God descend upon them in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May strength descend upon them right now in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. Strengthen their spiritual hands O Lord. Strengthen their spiritual arms O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That they may exercise themselves unto godliness in the name of Jesus. Or that they may be strong to fight the good fight of faith in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you Holy Spirit. That they may regain Lord. That which they have lost in the name of Jesus. Lord, that they have, Lord, take possession of what they have let go, Lord. In the name of Jesus, that they may pursue after the enemy as David did, Lord. Oh, Father, that they may retrieve everything, recover everything that which they lost, and gain much more in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you for the increase that you've given us this month, O Lord. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. Praise you for all that you have done. Praise you for all that you have done. Praise you for all that you have done. Praise you for all that you have done in our bodies, in our minds, in our souls, in our families, in our spirits, in our ministry, Lord, in our church, or in every brother, sister, Lord, in their lives, O Lord. All that you have done, O Lord Jesus, we praise you, praise you, praise you. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We just take you with us, Lord, into the next few days of this end of this month as we meditate 
on all your goodness and prepare ourselves to enter into October, taking you with us, oh Jesus. We thank you, Father. There's no defeat. There's no defeat. There's no defeat. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we say it with faith, say it with faith, say it with faith. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. God will raise the Lazarus out of the grave. Hallelujah. God will raise Lazarus out of the grave. Hallelujah. God will raise Lazarus out of the grave. Hallelujah. God will raise Lazarus out of the grave. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And our joy will be made complete in Jesus. We thank you, Lord. And we and our household will serve the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Say this word. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. The Lord will perfect. Hallelujah. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Hallelujah. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Hallelujah. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. In my body. In my mind. In my soul. In my spirit. In my finances. In my marriage, in my marriage, in my household, in my household, in my finances, finances. the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. It's God who trains my hands for battle. His arms dependable rock. It's God who trains my hands for battle. His arms dependable rock. He gives me a shield of victory. His enemies fall at my feet. Praise be to my rock. He is the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You heard the message? You've got Thank to have you, faith. Jesus. Hallelujah. You have to believe what God said is true today. You've got to have feeling, not passively reading and speaking the word. You've got to have your emotions, everything within you, Amen. in the word that you're speaking. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Third, you've got to have force. You've got to take what Satan has taken back by force, Amen. using the sword of the Spirit. Which is the Word of God. Got to believe. Too many believers are going around with their heads down, crying, weepy Christians day in and day out. God says, stand up and use the weapon. I don't want to see you bullied by the enemy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. No father would like to see his son bullied by the enemy. How much more God? God is looking for people who rise up and believe him. Use the word of God. So you can't have my marriage, devil. You can't have my children. Amen. You can't have my finances, my health. Amen. Amen. You can't have Amen. my holiness. Amen. I refuse Amen. to give up Amen. any territory. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We go after the enemy. Hallelujah. 
not simply emotion, but belief in God's word, then all of our emotion with the anger of God, that every day I'm having my eyes fixed on the Lord and to get that territory back, get what belongs to me, but also do it with force. When you pray, you've got to do it with force. When you fast, you've got to do it with force. I've read the Bible before. I've quoted scriptures. But I notice a difference. When I do it with everything that is within me, that I believe what God said. And it's going to work. Hallelujah. It's going to work. God's word will work. Because it is that powerful. Thank you, Lord. As I'm hearing this message today, I want to encourage everyone, go back and hear it again. Hear it again. There's so much. We hold our cups before the Lord and He fills us to overflowing. You have to go again and again. Hear it. Get the full impact. Blessed be God's name. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us how to fight today. I pray, Lord, that every one of us who comes to this church who watches the live streaming of the broadcast from this place would return to get stronger and stronger and stronger in Jesus' mighty name. We believe you, Lord. This is what we need. Hallelujah. We need to be holy, but we need to be holy warriors. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Now, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide all of you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. Amen. Amen. Jesus. God bless all of you. Have a blessed day. Bless blessed everyone. day. God bless all of you and all our online. Brothers and sisters, God bless all of you, and um, we'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.